In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my master, my soul. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love! What depths of grief when fears are still, when strife ensues, my comforter, my only known. Here in the love of Christ, I stand in Christ alone. Who took on flesh, fullness of God in hell, bless babe, this gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones He came to save, till on that cross that Jesus died. The wrath of God was satisfied For every sin on me was laid Here in the death of Christ I live He is, He is, He is, He is Alright, quickly, growing unto maturity in the Lord Praise the Lord, quickly Growing unto maturity in the Lord. In the past few weeks, I've been laying the foundation of the message. Everything I'm, I'm still on is still the introduction. From everything I've taught in the Sunday services to the, to the midweek service, everything is still introduction to the message. Growing unto maturity in the Lord. Now, I've been able to establish through the weeks that um, it is important to grow it is important to grow into maturity. It's important to grow. Being born again is one thing. It's beautiful. But that's not where it ends. Some people get saved. And once they get saved, that's all their cogitations. Have you ever heard people say things like, of late churches are not preaching on salvation? Have you heard it? And then they are preaching other things. They are not preaching salvation. All right. Now, I like to say that that is not the only thing the kingdom of God has to offer. Alright? The reason why churches are not preaching salvation every Sunday is because aside preaching salvation or aside being saved, there is a life to be lived in the kingdom. And that life must be taught. Now, Jesus spent more than three years Now, Jesus spent more than three years teaching on the kingdom of God. And even after he died and resurrected, the Bible says that he now took his disciples and taught them 40 days on the kingdom of God, the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. So when we say the kingdom of God, the first, what, what is the, the kingdom of God? All right. Now, Jesus many times taught like um, subjects um, with examples like the kingdom of God is like a man unto a man that went to sow. All right. That means he's explaining the kingdom of God operates a sowing and reaping principle. Now, a lot of times you say, the kingdom of God is like unto a man that went to catch fish. 
Alright, so he's explaining that the kingdom of God operates a catching principle. So he taught the people the kingdom of God. Now, note that the reason why Jesus spent so much time talking to the disciples. Alright, so Jesus spent a whole lot of time talking about the kingdom of God. Now, sometimes, like I said the reason why Jesus Christ spent so much time talking about the kingdom of God to the disciples was they were already Israelites. So they were already in God's jurisdiction. If Jesus were to go outside Israel, he would have preached maybe a more powerful message on salvation. When I had, when I had the meeting with the choir, I explained something to them. I said, Jesus Christ, the Bible says he died outside the city gates. That's where Golgotha was, outside the city gates. Now also remember the story of the, the prodigal son. Bible says that when the father saw him coming, he came out of the house to come and meet him. So salvation happens outside the house. Because Jesus also died outside the city gates. That's why when we want to have meetings where we want people to be saved, even though we can preach the, the gospel of Jesus in here, it's better to go out to preach the gospel because Jesus died outside. So salvation happens outside. But then when they come in, they must be taught how to live in the kingdom. Because salvation is not all there uh, God has to offer. Now, the Bible says that God will have all men to be saved. Then he says, and come to the knowledge of the truth. So, it's not just salvation. After you are saved, if you are not saved, this message means nothing to you. But after you are saved, the Bible actually says, it's not metaphorical. He says you must be born again. It's not metaphorical. It's a spiritual truth. That's why he says, growing. Because after a baby is born, the next uh, focus of the parents... Have you ever heard um, a mother give birth and says, Ah, nurses, I have done my part. <laughs> every correct mother, because they're certainly those who throw their children away. Every good, correct mother would like to carry the child home. Why? Because he has to now feed the child to grow. So when you get born again, God is excited you are born again. But that's not all there is. God wants to see you grow. Now, someone asked, is it important to grow? I mean, this church, at least let me just come to church. After I come to church, it's fine. It's not, but it's not enough. And I started sh- telling them the, the symptoms of, of, of uh, being a child in, in the faith, the, of, of your childhood. The symptoms. There are things that will let you know that, oh, I'm not growing. You know, Growing, growing in Christ should be a quest for you. It should be something that, no, I need to grow. I need to grow because many of the things you take to pastors to pray for you, you would have handled them if you were growing. A lot of God's people, a lot of people in the church of Jesus Christ are babies. They are babies. The kingdom of God, full of babies. It's not only in Ghana. In fact, I think Ghana is better. I'm talking about American Christianity. God is going to do it for you. God is going to do it for you. Be careful of that statement. You are surprised. You thought I'll tell you that. God is going to make it happen for you. Be careful of that statement. Is that statement that has driven a lot of people to be atheists? Because if we say God is going to do it for you, or God is able to do it for you, that's to say that if something bad now happens to me, it means God refused to do it for me. Now some of you, I'm, I'm, I'm punching your theology. And you're uncomfortable. 
Because once I say, God is able to do it for you, and God's going to do it for you, God, then you, you have a separate experience. You say that, that means God did not do it for me. I told the story of a, of, a, of a ministry, a very popular ministry. I love their ministry. I love their songs. I love everything about that ministry. A very popular ministry in, in America. Where one of their top worship leaders um, had the baby die. All right? Very sad. They just woke up. The child was not safe. They just woke up. They're waking the child up. The child is not waking up. Such, you know. And then they started rallying because they have a very strong social media presence. They started rallying everybody to pray. So everybody was praying and everybody was praying. All around the world, people were praying. People were praying. Now, I know why they did that. Because one time, one of their singers also had the uh, child, which is a boy, at the verge of death. They rallied everybody to pray and the miracle happened. So this time around, when the child died, they rallied everybody to pray and everybody was praying, but this child didn't come back to life. Now, I stood in front of my mirror. I said, God, God, if you can do anything, just, just bring this child back to life. Because if you bring this child back to life, I'm, at least unbelievers will say, wow, there's a God. You know what God told me? He said, God said, I am not interested in proving myself to anybody. Number one. And two, he said, if I do it outside the scope of the word of God, this is what God said to me. He said, if I do it outside the scope of the word, he said, I have broken the scripture. Also, the scriptures cannot be broken. The, the, the uh, road through which the scriptures have been weaned and the things of the Spirit are things the Holy Spirit seeks to teach us. So I, I, I use outside the house and inside the house. When you're outside the house, the Father comes to, to, to embrace you. Embrace you and takes you inside. Then I discovered three set of people who were in the house. Using the story of the prodigal son. Three set of people. There were the servants. Then there was this son who was brought in. Then there was also a son servant. In the same house. That explains what's in the kingdom of God. There are some people, um, all they are to God is servants. They do God's bidding. God says this, they're going, it's, it's nice. And there was also the son who has gone to misbehave and out of the father's love has brought him inside. But check what Jesus, or, or check what the father said to the son servant. When the son servant was going to complain and said, ah, I've been here, nobody threw a party for me. He said, you are my son? He said, everything I have is yours. That means you could have been throwing a party for yourself. If he is a servant and a son, that means, one, he's entitled to wages. Two, he's also entitled to privileges. Now, don't ever think that the father, after this son who has misbehaved came back, don't think every day they were throwing party for him. Some of you go to visit people, the first three days you are held like a queen. On the fourth day, they ask you, why are you all so not cleaning the house? Am I right? That's what happens in the kingdom of God. I said, sorry, Copra. No, the first three days, have you eaten? Breakfast in bed. No, I, I've, I've seen it before. When they are sweeping you, you tiptoe. They finish cooking. Oh, where are you? Come and eat the food. After four days, five days. 
They look at you and say, come and cook. He said, no, you now start leaving the house because that is the nature of being a house. You need to take responsibility. So, is it important to grow? It's so important. It's too important to grow in the kingdom of God. Now, I said um, concerning that, that particular um, ministry, you know, eventually, they prayed, 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 prayed. People from all over the world prayed. They sang. Some wrote new songs. Because the, um, the other person... It's miracle. The one that the son came, um, uh, the health of the son got better. The miracle happened. People wrote songs. You know, people always use opportunities to, you know, people wrote songs. That's when they wrote the song, I'll raise a hallelujah. They wrote the song. And, you know, the, when the guy was about to start that song, he said, when we prayed for Jackson, son, the Lord gave me this song. I saw the fear and unbelief standing for me like a giant. Then the Lord gave me the song, I raise a hallelujah. We're jumping. Okay, see so this one too. People wrote songs. And someone writing songs, putting on social media, someone there, write guitar, everything. I dare say they did everything they knew. But now this is the difference. Someone say, okay, so why did God do it for the guy and didn't do it for them? Because the difference here is that the rules that apply to somebody who is alive and on the verge of death. That those rules in prayer are different from the rules that have to do with people who are dead. And you need knowledge of the scriptures to know. That is why you must grow. You will need to know what to do to come out of financial problems. You will need to know what to do to come out of sickness. The, the, the rules are not the same. Some of you pray about finances the same way you pray about healing and health. And you expect all to happen because you are praying to God and God must do it. It doesn't work like that. Jesus Christ told Peter, he said, he said, I give you today the keys. The keys, there's no authority. He said, I'm giving you principles. Then he explained a principle. He said, whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. What's he saying? He said, Peter, I'm showing you a principle. There are things you can do on earth that will change things in heaven. That can cause a reaction in heaven. So he gave him principles. So the knowledge of the scriptures is too key. You, you must grow. And I said something last week. I said most of the things that you are unable to do, even though the Bible has said you should be able to do them, like in my name they shall cast out devils. They that dwell in Zion shall not say I'm sick. That means it's possible to live without sickness. I'm the Lord thy God who, who giveth thee power to get wealth. That means it's possible to, to be in, in wealth and health. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prosper. That means in the kingdom, this is a reality. But you're not seeing it. And I said most of those things are just waiting for your maturity. So, at the midweek, I started by saying, one of the symptoms that we used to know that you were a child in the things of the spirit, or in things of God, one of the things, the symptom is your language. When you see a child, you know by what he says. You hear, Baba... You know, that's a child. But everybody's excited at the time he's a child saying that. But when he turns 25 and he keeps saying, Mama, Dada, that is a problem. And I said, things about the language. There's a language of a child of God. Romans chapter 12. Now, when we say language of a child of God, everybody starts thinking tongues. I'm not talking about tongues. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. Verse 2. And be not... Now, hold on. Hold on. I, I don't speed read the Bible. I take my time. I look at this. It says, And be not conformed to this world. 
Mm. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do you know what this means? It means your next level is in your hand. You see, we go to church, God changed my life, God changed my life. He's not going to change nothing. God transformed my destiny. God transformed my destiny. Destiny changer. You are the destiny changer. And most of the time, I, to- I told you that, Bible says that God rejoices over us with singing. So when you sing those songs, God comes to sing with you. Destiny changer. You are the destiny. The God to come. Destiny changer. No move. No. Look at this. He says, and be not conformed to this world. He said, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That means the moment renewing of your mind happens, transformation happens. Renewing of mind, transformation. God says, you give me 10 city, I give you Wachi. You give me 10 city, I give you Wachi. When you bring 8 city, you will not get Willie. You understand? Principle. Transformed by the renew of your mind. The day your mind is renewed, there is a reaction. Remember the, 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 the beatitudes. Blessed are they, for they shall. Blessed are they, for they shall. Action, reaction. Action, reaction. There is a mindset. That's why I said, be not conformed to this world. The world gives us a mindset. There's something the world teaches us. For example, the world teaches us that when we have no money in our pocket, we should say we are broke. He said, you don't have. Don't say that you have. You don't have. He says, he says, you're broke. But God says, don't say you are broke. You could be broke, but don't say it. Because once you say it, you are not coming out. He said, let the weak say what? He didn't say, let the weak be strong. He said, first of all, before we come to the matter of bringing you from weakness to strength, first of all, I want you to say. That's why he said, uh, 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 if a man sees a, a mountain, sometimes we read the, back, the Bible backward or some way, some another. No, he said, if you see a mountain, see, normal thing Jesus said. I mean, it's in the scripture. If you go there, you see in the scripture. He says, if a man shall say to this mountain, be moved and be cast into you, uh, and shall not doubt in his heart. He shall have what he says. This is what Jesus Christ said. Then somebody will now go and write a song. God is a mountain mover. How? how what is the, the, the correlation? Jesus said, if you say to this mountain, then somebody will go and sing, God remove the mountain. God remove the mountain. But God said, if you shall say. You see? There's a problem. I told you before, I said one time I was, I was, I was sharing Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. And the Bible says that, go, go, go to Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Let's see it. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of the mouth. It says, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. That, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Look, then he says, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Or, did you see, and then God shall make thy way prosperous. He said, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Then somebody will go and pray, God, make me prosperous. God, make me prosperous. It's, it's not, it doesn't work. And that prayer will never be answered. There are principles. According to the word of God, that we are supposed to observe. Jesus told Peter, he said, I have given you the keys. Jesus didn't say, and you shall pray and I will raise the dead. 
I'm telling you the reason it didn't work. You didn't say you shall pray and I'll raise the dead. I said, and you shall raise the dead. And there's a quality of faith. So when I was thinking, you know, when I was thinking, I said, God, why didn't this child? Because I like to ask God questions. If you, if you try it, you realize that he, he always gives you answers. God always asking questions. So God, why didn't it work? Because these people prayed. And I, God, I dare say that if this child came back to life, a lot of unbelievers will keep quiet. A lot of atheists will be, you know, quiet. But so God, why didn't it happen? God was now showing. He, a law was violated. A law of faith was violated. What other law was violated? I was thinking about it. Then one of their pastors came to say that people are criticizing us for praying for the child. People are criticizing us. But we want to say that we are not keeping the child at home. The child is in the fridge. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That child is not going to come out. Because that law has been violated. Let me tell you a story of a, of a, of a woman. Who went to the hospital. They told her her child is dead. And she belongs to a ministry where the, 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 the man of God is a very great man of God. And that man of God prayed at the beginning of the year and said, you will not bury your child in Jesus' name. She said, amen. She said, over there, she remembered. You know why it's important to go to church? There are many things I'm saying now. They will come to you after five years. They will, you remember them after five years. I know what I'm saying. It has happened to me countless. Uh, um, I remember when my mom broke down and she, she couldn't walk. I remembered something. I remembered something in church. And that's what I used. She's walking today. So, the woman remembered that Papa said we are not going to bury our children this year. She carried the child. Why are you taking the child? She said, my child is not dead. She went home, put the child on the, on the bed. Morning, feeds the child. Now, someone said, okay, I'm going to take my auntie to the house right now. <laughs> no, no. It first of all started with she remembered. You see, so she was not acting on strong, stubborn head. It was based on a knowledge. I was a faith coming by hearing. You remember? Faith coming by hearing. Faith doesn't come by, no, it's nothing. Not to happen to me. Not to happen to me. No, it's not, it's not by, it's not by, uh, and vim, vim. Hey, faith. I get the faith. I get the faith. You don't have nothing. You see, the knowledge of the scriptures, growing in the word of God, growing. So, one of the things we used to know is your language. The second one is you will see in the life of anybody who is a child, in the things of that, you will see instability. Check when a child begins to walk. Okay, there's no mother here, so I don't know. Okay, some of you have babysitting before. Are you not scared the child will fall down? It's like, he's not, he's not, he doesn't have grounding. He doesn't have grounding. Ephesians chapter 4. Let's start from 13. So we all come to the unity of the faith. I, 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 I spoke on this last week. So we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Then, he says, in fact, you understand it better if I come from 11. Let's go to 11. One of the reasons why you should be in church. It's not, it's not one of, it's not religious obligation. It's not somewhere you want to dress to. It's, 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 it's a work. You see, when you go to church, God works on you. 
And most of the time, you don't realize it until something happens. You realize that, oh, God has worked on me. We could share countless testimonies of people over here for you. Okay, he says, and he gave some apostles. And I explained last week, I said, he didn't say, and he gave some to be apostles. He said, he gave some apostles. So, there are people that God gave apostles. There are, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors, and teachers. For what? Verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints. You see, so when you come to church, the, the word perfecting there is a Greek word, katatismos. It means for equipping. For the equipping of the saints, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Verse 14. That we henceforth be no more children. What's the characteristic there? Tossed to and fro and carried away about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning of where we, whereby they lie in way to deceive. What's it saying? No, uh, uh, there are no more children tossed to and fro. They have stability. When you are unstable, anything you see on Instagram shakes you. You're a child. You see somebody, you know, so you see somebody who is about your age, maybe a year or two, you know, then uh, the person is maybe driving a certain car. You say, I'm finished. <laughs> oh, I know what some of you are thinking right now. Oh, where did my father go? You know what I'm talking about? Cassette. Why did my father sell cassettes? They thought national service was the way. They should have been selling cassettes. I saw a picture yesterday. I loved somebody arranged cassettes. How to sell cassettes? <laughs> Ooh. Tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Everything around moves you. Somebody said. Oh my God. And also this one, I'm going to point some of you. You, you read something and it said, uh, this lady said she went to hell and she saw pastors in hell. He said, hey, this world, you must be careful. Oh. <laughs> the question I want to ask you is, were you there? So, but the person said she went to, why should we, listen, listen, the, the description people give me of heaven or hell, it makes no difference to me. I don't um, create my belief on them. What if they are lying? I have my Bible. Bible has already described heaven to me. I'll prefer that. Then, you know, when people become born again, sometimes they become too vulnerable. If you come and sit over, you can talk what you like. You went to see this one in hell. You went to, you can say all you like. When I say, God bless you. Like, for example, someone said, I, I went to heaven and I saw spare pass in heaven, body spare pass. Some of you have heard it. Someone said, I bought somebody's papers. And that Jesus was telling him, I don't have a problem. It could be a symbolic vision God was showing him. Say, all right. 
The person, he said, Jesus told him, he said, my children who don't have hands and feet, they have not asked me how I've given them. Are you saying that we have not asked for body's papers? In the Bible, in the Bible, when Jesus was praying for somebody who had a cut hand, all right, who had an amputated hand, and he wanted the person's hand, the hand grew from inside. Jesus Christ told him, stretch forth your hand. That is how God made man. Whatever you require is supposed to come from within you. How many of you, angels um, replenish your saliva uh, when, when it finishes? You see angels pouring buckets of saliva. <laughs> buckets of saliva. Then some finish. You'll be like, let's all swallow all our saliva. Mm, mm. Then angels, hey! Sweat. The angels pipe. Then you ask you, when this person is, even, even, even giving birth. Even giving birth. So I say, God created this one nicely. What are you saying? What are you saying? I say the other person God didn't create nicely. You know, we have this, you know, when we say those things, it shows where we are. Let me explain. So that, so that, um, let, so that atheists and uh, people who do not believe in God will not think we are dumb. Because sometimes we actually think dumb. Never think God is in heaven. I told you before, I said Jesus is not working. He's seated. Never think God is in heaven molding babies. So while you're having sex, say, hey, angel, come. So this one's having sex. They said, let's mold, let's mold. Don't finish right now, don't finish right now. <laughs> you know, don't think like that. Let me explain. God starts things by miracles. But miracles are not the way of God. Let me explain. God starts things by miracles. When he works a miracle, he now puts a system around the miracle to replicate it. So God created Adam. He didn't create anybody again. You're asking how about Eve? He took Eve from Adam. From inside Adam. Then, put a womb in the woman to now make sure that the system runs through it. So it's a system, God started by a miracle. Then he now puts it in a system to replicate it every time. So now, as we look at it, as we look at it, man and woman are in charge of who comes in this world. So their children come looking like them. Not because God thinks, let me give him more of the man or more of the woman. No. That's why I always tell you, science is actually from God. If you study the scriptures, you realize they are all scientific footprints. Before men discovered that the earth was round. I showed you a scripture one time that Isaiah prophesied it. He said, God sits on the circle of the earth. So before they thought they are smart, we are smarter. There's a well-known archaeologist who came about a lot of um, discoveries, especially in Israel, and he was asked a secret. He said he used the dimensions in the Bible. He said because they were always accurate. So I said, don't, don't be sitting out thinking God is doing it. When someone says, I went to heaven and I saw this and I went to heaven, I went to saw it. It is good, fine, but I cannot base my faith on it. I see, 
I cannot base my trust in God on it. So, if the person says that, I saw this pastor in heaven. Am I going to believe this pastor is in heaven or in hell? No, I'm going to believe what Jesus said. At least, I was not the one who went to the heaven. So, I base everything I know on the word of God. There's nothing you will say. You know, people have created, someone said, I went to heaven and God was angry with pastors for preaching about money. God was angry with pastors for preaching about money. Okay. Then I have a question for God. Why did Jesus Christ keep a treasurer? If the money was small, I think you put it in his own pocket. So people come and they conjure things. Some of you see it on, on YouTube and you'll be listening to it. Hey, you must all be careful. Oh, hey, you must all be careful. No. He said, what, 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 what has happened to you? You are unstable. You have an instability because you're a child. You are tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. To, today, they say, bring five camphor and three coke. If you are coming to the church today, everybody, you know, sometimes, as a pastor, people come and when I tell them things like, all right, they say, pastor, I'm having this problem. I say, okay, go, speak in tongues for 20 minutes. When you're done, lift your hand, worship God. That's it. They don't think I'm powerful. No, 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 no. Or maybe you tell them, go, it has been done. Oh, pastor, no. Pastor, no. This is not what I'm looking for. So I also develop a strategy. When they come, I have to, you have to do your face. Hmm. Hmm. Three days fasting. On the third day at 1 p.m. Take a red needle. Put it four meters away from your house. There you will see, you will see mathematicians. Four meters. What did the Bible say? He said he sent his word and healed them. People don't want the word of God. You see, what offends people about, about God is the simplicity. They, 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 they don't think it can be it. A young man came to see me last week. I think he normally comes for the third service. He came to see me, no, two weeks ago. When he came. Pastor, life. Finish. Pastor, I was crying. I said, why? I said, no. I said, don't, don't. your countenance is too sad. I said, no, no, no. He said, Pastor, everything I do. He said, when I was 18 years, I used to pray a lot. I used to pray a lot. Some of you have run an, uh, a race before. If you did not finish, eh? Even the one who's last is better than you. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> he said, I used to pray. He doesn't know all these things that happened to him. Family. This, this, this. I looked at him. And the guy was scouting us, the guy nearly cried. Very nice guy. Look at him. I said, okay. Three days. Do this, do that, do that, do this. But I put the real thing he was supposed to do, I put it in the middle of it. So that when he's observing, he will just observe the real one. But he might, if you don't say it with some vim and, you know, <laughs> they might not 
respect it. So I said, three days. Every 9 p.m., 9 p.m., I have not done anything. So I said, listen to this message, that message, then fast. Then the real thing of what he came to say, all right, having financial trouble, I asked him, have you paid tithes? He said, he has not. So the problem, Nankasa, is tight. All the prayers are making prayer on offer is, <laughs> is to strengthen his relationship with God. Let me tell you, if you like, eh? if things are going bad financially, if you like, go and sleep on a, in a temple. Eh? Sleep. Father! 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 All you hear is, my son! My son! My son! When you return, eh? by the time you return, you wonder, why? Why God? Why God? Why God? Why God? Why God? So, all I did was I told the guy, I said, so, go and pay the tithe you are owing God. And he said, he cannot remember. And I said, okay, let's take advantage of mercy. I said, when the business was going well, you didn't pay tight. Now it's not going well. You are crying. Okay, so, go and look for money. Put everything together and tell God, that father, I'm owing. So, but I don't remember. But you please take this one. Let's I'll bring the rest. <laughs> The guy gave his tithe. Business tent. Turn around! He came last week. I said, the first time he came two weeks ago. Last week he came out. <laughs> he said, for the first time. He said, usually nobody will buy things. So maybe by five they've closed. He said, for the first time they close at nine. The three days that 9 p.m. on those things is not. Is the main thing was you should have paid your tithe. Then maybe um, get a, a relationship with God. That's why I asked him to pray. No, so the Holy Ghost can help you to, you know, straighten your relationship with God. And miracles upon miracles kept happening and things kept moving on and kept moving on and kept moving on. You see, toss to and fro. Some will go, yeah, I mean, you asked a question on Twitter. I, I actually agreed with you. You, you actually typed there. So people really take relationship advice on Twitter. No, some of you want to, you, you, your, your Christianity is on Twitter. Listening to people who don't know jack about God. I saw a comment by somebody about pastors. I said, do, do, do people hate pastors? Pao. You hate men of God. They said, of course, they are fake ones. Of course, there's counterfeit in town. The money should have, I would say we will not spend money because there's counterfeit in town. Of course, there will be fake pastors. Jesus Christ even talked about it years ago. He said there will be false prophets. There will be false brethren. So maybe you are false brethren. That's why you beat false pastors. <laughs> people, oh, I, I, I thought about this. I said, people hate pastors. Pow. What have we done? All we do is think about God's people and pray for them. To and fro by every wind of doctrine, everything that comes. Everything. So, we've talked about the spiritual language, then um, uh, we talked about the childhood language, then we talked about the childhood instability. Third thing that we used to know that you are not growing, you are a child, is vulnerability. Childhood vulnerability. Galatians chapter 4. Now I say that the heir, remember, 
We are heirs of God. Remember? He said, now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, that means you will definitely be a child at some point, but you decide when to come out of it. He didn't say the heir, if he's a child. He didn't say the heir, when he's a child. He said, as long as he's a child. So you can be a child for very long. Now, it has nothing to do with how many years you've been a Christian. You know, I've been a Christian for 40 years. means nothing. For the heir, as long as he's a child. Do you know, do you know that if we, not for the people we met, or the schools we went to, or the books we read, do you know that if they kept us in a room, ever since we were born, you know at this age when you come out, you will still think like a child? Do you know you still think the way you were thinking? So, but for the things that were, 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 were introduced into your system, they were, um, that responsible, like you are, when I see you today, you are, you are a representation of your mind. Because by your mind, you interpreted what looks nice and you are wearing it today. Color combination, your mind. I'm not good with it, so I just like two colors, I'm fine. Because when I look, when I see how some people, can combine colors. Hey. Green and pink. But it will be looking nice. I can't, I can't reason it like that. Oh. Green and pink. No, no, it's too much. It's too much. I'll look like, hey, I can't say that. I want to say something, but I can't say it. I'll look like something. So people can wear four colors and it's looking nice. They call it blocking. But somehow block until they can't see anything again. I saw a guy, his wedding. Cream suits, black vest. Red tie, brown shoe, purple socks. I couldn't believe it. There are, there are some people, I, I think maybe they are gifted with, uh, they are blessed with some gift of colors. I don't know. So I know a lot of men of God, when they are going out, they tell their wife to do the color. Because I think ladies do well with that thing. But some ladies, do. if you see them, eh? <laughs> Hey. If you're wondering, who allowed you to come out of the house? <laughs> so you see, your mind. That's why God said, you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Alright. Now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, different nothing from a servant. Remember the, the house, the prodigal son? Servant. The heir. Once he is not maturing, you would think he's, he's not born again. Everything that happens to the people of the world will happen to him. Meanwhile, God said we are separate from them. Now, different nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. Verse 2. But is under tutors and governors unto the time appointed of the Father. Verse 3. Even so we, when we were children, Paul is talking, he said we're in bondage under the elements of the world. That's my point. Vulnerability. Guys, when, for example, uh, Kai, you are in a room. Hmm? When you are in a room, then one person gets cold, everybody gets cold. You are growing. I don't say you are a child, you are growing. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm telling you, this is, this is Christianity. This is the standard. One person gets cold, everybody gets it. You are now growing. 
<laughs> before, let me tell you this, before. Brown usually has cold a lot of the time. Before, when he gets it, and I'm getting it. One day I said no. I said no. He said, when we were children, he said we were in bondage under the elements of the world. Cold is an element of the world. It's, I think it's a virus, right? Or bacteria. No. Flu is a virus. Yeah, flu. Then this one gets flu. Then everybody will get it. <laughs> Listen, when you are growing, when you are growing, you are growing, you are not underborn to the elements of the world. You now start um, what we call contraband. You now decide what comes in and what goes out. Some of you, everything enters your body. Don't think about it the other way. No, I'm just, I'm just saying something. There's a virus in town. There's a, this one. If you touch this one, the person will get it. No, 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 no. You are not growing. You are not growing. You know, I'm telling you because if you don't know it, you will not know that you are not supposed to permit it. So before, when he gets it, then I'm getting it. I said, no. I can't stop him from coming close to me. Because I don't like cold. I, sometimes I think malaria is better than cold. Cold, it, it has no formula. It's just today your head, tomorrow you'll say, you'll be carrying handkerchiefs everywhere. What is wrong? Ah, no. And I, I realized that I couldn't come to church with cold. And every time, and Jesus Christ, and, and you, you will look at me and say, see this, Pastor. Oh, Pastor, sorry, okay. No. I think, so I now did contraband. I said, no. Flu virus, not here. So he can hang around me. He can, he can finish driving. I'll go and drive. I will not get it. Have you seen me go I don't get it. Uh, so you have to stop it. <laughs> I don't get it. If my junior brother was here, he would have explained to you. There were, there were, there were times in the house, everybody gets something. You see, that is how I separated myself in the house. Everybody gets something, except me. Everybody will get it. Oh, this one has gotten that. This one has gotten that. This one has gotten it. Yeah. Contraband. Contraband. That's how that proof that we are growing. We are not vulnerable. I'm telling you so that you know what to, what to um, allow in your life. Some of you say, oh, listen, pastor. Sickness, there is normal. Everybody, it's normal for everybody. It's normal. Let me help you. Young ladies, let me tell you something. Some of you have heard that uh, abdominal pain is, is, is normal. It's not. I preached this thing to a young lady and that was the last time she had those pains. I said, because they've talked to you that is normal. So when it comes, you don't know contraband. I said, no, I don't allow this. Some will be rolling on the floor, rolling, rolling, rolling. More than anointing, rolling, rolling. Sometimes when I see them, I'm so touched. Because my senior sister used to have it. But I sat there one day, one day. He said, it's normal. It's girl sickness. I said, it's not true. It's not true. Vulnerability. 
vulnerability. Oh, I remember the, the story of um, a great man of God. I think it was Pastor Chris. He was going to pray for one of his members in a tuberculosis ward. When he was entering, they were giving him something to cover his mouth. I said, we don't use this. And he entered, prayed for the member, came out. Nothing happened to him. See, some of you are thinking, hey, this thing. Me, I don't like all those things. Let's have our God in peace and just... I read the story of, you know, these are the stories I read that, you know, they, I charge, I said, cry. We are doing Sime Sime Christianity. You see the way coronavirus in China? There was a pandemic one time in the times of A. A. Allen. Then, he was there. And they brought the, the, the thing, and he said that, what he said was that, he cannot get that sickness. Then he told, called the scientists. He said, okay, let's do this. So all of them came together. And he said, put the virus on my hand. He said, no, you get a sickness. He said, no, put it on my hand and watch what happens. Use your microscope. So the virus was moving. They put it on his hand, put the microscope. They realized the virus was not moving anymore. Died. On his hand. He didn't get a sickness. He just walked away. When I, when I learned this, I said, Chai, Chai. I said, Chai. I go to the house. If anybody, if everybody gets something, I'm not getting it. If everybody gets something, say, if you're close to this person, don't touch my door. Don't touch my door. You will give me cold. You give me flu. Let me tell you something. When I got the cancer, all right, when I got the cancer, you know what helped me? I had been exercising my feet on flu. So I use the same principle. You see, flu is not deadly. It kills some people, though, not, you know. You know, but I mean, it's, it's, it's milder than cancer. So I used the opportunity that I was, get, I, was, I was getting with the flu. I used it till the day the cancer arrived. I knew what to do. Listen, you don't, <laughs> uh, 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 you don't prepare in the exam room. Don't pray in the exam room. Sometimes, let me tell you, we're just talking about vulnerability. Sometimes some things happen. People don't know that it's demons. A sharp pain. Always be careful. A sharp pain. Those things are demonic. One time I was lying down. Because I know this thing. I was just lying down. A sharp pain. Just kidding. I said, get out. Immediately I returned to normal. I said, this is demons. Have you heard of those who get paralyzed? It was just one small pain. Oh, okay. Tomorrow. Then they go to the hospital. They say, you have scoliomancomrenes. Small pain. You should see some of the, the healing school testimonies. How did it start? The person's in wheelchair. How did it start? One day I was, I was sitting down cooking then a pain came at the back of my head. At the back of it, today you don't walk. A sharp pain goes through your knees. A couch! Then you shake your leg and continue walking. 
There are, t- there are days we have said it. So get out. Heal. Sometimes I say heal. And I keep walking. I still feel the pain. But I'm not going to pay attention to it. I heal. I'm, I'm healed. I'm gone. As I'm walking, it gets healed. Vulnerability. When I see somebody, hey, pastor. Hey, today my head. Hey, pastor, my chest. Hey, pastor, my stomach. Hey, pastor, my knees. No, you are not growing. The last one. Canality. First Corinthians chapter 3. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. For ye are yet carnal. What are the symptoms? For whereas there is among you envying, you are a child, if you are envying somebody's thing. So saying, mm. Somebody's mm, it's a message to somebody who's sitting around. <laughs> Envying and strife and divisions. Are ye not canal and walk as men? You know what this scripture is telling us? Let me start with and, as, and walk as men. This scripture is telling us that a Christian is not a normal man. So he doesn't catch the viruses that normal men catch. We are called to cast out flu, not catch flu. If you have a friend who is always having flu, advise him. Say, stop it. Stop catching it. No, but it's just coming. No. The weather, the weather has changed. The weather has changed. I refuse to get flu. When it comes, I don't like flu at all. So when it comes around and people are getting it, then my heart will beat it. Another war is about to begin. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. For ye are yet kind Whereas there's among you envying. You know when you envy, do you know what you are trying to say? When you envy, anytime you envy, you know what you are saying? God cannot do anything in my life. I remember about four years ago, as a young guy, God told me to go back to my parents' house. I said, God, what am I going to do there? Because I've lived on my own since I was 19. Now God says, go back to your parents' house. Go and stay with them. I said, Kai. So I went. Just after I went, a friend of mine, who is also a minister, we are friends, he got a testimony. God, a woman, gave him a four-bedroom apartment at Trasaco. My friend, God said, you, go back to your parents' house. God gave my friend four-bedroom apartment at Trasaco. Hey! God, you are wicked. Hey! Then, the day he was opening the house, he called me. Oh, what for? Bra, 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 bra. Hey, I went to the house. His neighbors are all white people. White. That's, those are his neighbors. Me, my neighbor is one Auntie Julie. You know, <laughs> In fact, I had, I had a neighbor who was a drunkard every night. He was just like, 
I said, God, which area, which area is this at all? He would drink in the morning and say, Pastore, Pastore, Pastore. Pastore, give me something, give me something. I know that he's going to use my money to go and drink. Pastore, he will give you funds that you give him. He knows how to give funds. Pastore, Pastore. Hey, who anointed what? Who anointed? Then this is my friend. Hey, hey, God. Anytime I should take Uber to his house, and I get to the house, I look at the house. He, he pressed something and the gate will open. Hey. Do they dash house in this Ghana? So I enter the house. Look around. He will go to the hall, cross his leg. With his and the house was given to him fully finished though. The only condition the woman gave him was that sometimes she will come to Ghana. When she comes, maybe she would like to be in one of the rooms. That's her condition. I mean, I, I, I can't even dash you one of the rooms. <laughs> so I entered the house. was at the hall. There was something under the dining table. It was shining. Shining blue colors. White. Yellow colors. Things were coloring around. <laughs> Washroom in every side. I now entered the bedroom. Wow, what a bed. <laughs> so it was two beds. He said, Oh, what for you? What's the matter? Tell me about the Then, at that time, in my house, my father's house, you don't have heater. You have to heat the water. If you want to use so he pres- also when a uh, red one, um, yeah, red one, and uh, hot water, and about um, yeah, blue. So it was all platooning in a boom, and now I'm here too. I bath in tears. Wow, do you know there are some mirrors that can enhance your beauty with the right lights? You would think you should go for Miss Malika next year. Hey, I stood in the mirror. I said, oh, we are fine, my wife. You know, some mirrors can make you think you have muscles. Yeah, guys, you know what I'm talking about. You look in the mirror. You say, who about you? I said, one. Hey, look, I walk around the house in the night, walking, looking. Hey. No, it, if it was somebody's house, no problem. Oh, yeah, they would just say, but this is my friend. They say, Trasaco, it's Trasaco. The Trasaco that will be, it's, it's, for, it's for him. Hey. Just that was not a story, but it's still Trasaco. God. Kai. Kai. At that time, it's a test for whether you were a child or not. If I'm a child, I'll try and be friends with the woman who gave it to him. I have prophetic gifts. He doesn't have. I'll prophesy to the woman who collected the house and give it to me. Oh, yes. People do it. If I want someone to see that, oh, this is your destiny helper. Destiny helper. They will now use something. Ah, somebody can. Kai. Men are wicked, though. So you are in church. You are sitting. How can how come how can you say some people say that? Because in that church, they cannot go. They people give you pressure. Who is looking for you? 
Hey, that's a they dress. They dress. They, hey, they make up alone. Hey, me, I cannot. What have we done dress competition? Have, have you seen that we have done dress competition? That if you pass, they will check out. You no, you are, you are, you are envious. When you see somebody looking nice, you, you feel bad about yourself. You know what I did? I remember what the scripture said. He said, rejoice with them that rejoice. You know what I came out? I said, ah, I received this grace. I rejoice with you. I, 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 I was rejoicing with him. I said, ah, this is your testimony. You know? And sometimes people don't understand where people have been. This person I'm talking about was doing things for God with money that he could have used to rent a house. And he was patching with people. So if he gets a testimony like this, why should I now be envious? Every time I'm going to use my money to do this. He could have rented a house, but sometimes he will patch with a friend, and later, when maybe students are on vacation, he'll come and sleep at Pent and be paying. You know, that's what he was doing. But every time he gets money to go and rent a house, then God will tell him he should give it to him, or he should go and dash it, or something. Every time he was just thinking, what would I do? When he got that testimony, he was happy. I was also happy for him. I was happy for him. I was so excited that I rejoiced with him. I rejoiced with him. I rejoiced with him. Rejoice with him. No room for envy. Say no, say no room for envy. When you see God doing something in somebody's life, be happy. When they call for maybe, uh, if they call for launching, go and be happy and pray for them that their shop will prosper. But you rather go to the God win. Some of you, that thing causes a headache for you. Somebody is moving forward. It causes a headache for you. You go to your house. I am that I am. Oh boy. You are envious. I am that I am. God. Elohim, Elohim. See, you are envious. So it is, it is sparing a prayer. God, what have I done to you? All those, your tongues at that time, they are not out of love. And strife and divisions. And divisions. And divisions. This year, I have a resolution. If you come and gossip about somebody to me, I'll call the person. We'll all stand there. Yes. Hmm. Say, hmm. you don't know what's happening in the church. Hmm. Say, this person said, you are the hmm. Okay, wait. Call the person. This person said, you said this one. Oh, I didn't say anything. You know, you'll catch it. Look, let me tell you something. Somebody did this thing one day, and I saw it, and I realized that that is the way out of Getting angry with people you're not supposed to get angry with. Somebody said something in confidence. Listen, this person said this. This person said that. Uh, boys don't usually do that, but when they do it, it's very deadly. You know? I said, yeah. And the guy said, mm. So I was sitting with the guy. See, wait. He now did video call. Hey, you, you said this one. This one he talks to you. You say this one. The guy said, oh, but I tell you, I don't tell you to make you tell him. He said, no, no, we foresaw the matter for a year. Everybody apologized to whatever answer. Then we all know the person who was looking for the trouble. Divisions. Div- divisions. I don't have the time to show you a scripture. The Bible says that one of the things God hates is a man who sows discord among brethren. There are some people when they are not gossiped, it's like the whole convocation of their, of, of the configuration of their human system malfunctions. They have gist. And every time the devil knows that they are the regular customers. So he knows where to. Every time the devil knows that he's the, this is the one I should give it to. He will know how to disseminate the information. 
More than the propagation of the gospel. Look, now they have developed new strategies of gossiping. Before, when you say, you see, hmm, you know what has happened? Before, maybe you tell them, oh, I don't want to hear. Now they'll come and say, hmm, I really want us to pray for pastor. What's the prayer point? So the prayer point is the gossip. When they finish, they will not pray. Oh. The Lord be with him. Only God knows those who are on the last day. On the last day. You are a child. Divisions. He said when you have divisions among you, people trying to create factions. Choir factions. They are the rich girls in the choir. And they are the... You call yourself poor girls in the choir. You know, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I don't say things like rich men. I don't say they the rich men. No. Because yesterday I was sending a voice note when they were asking me about the, the Kennedy and Tracy wedding. I was saying, and somebody said that the Tracy girl was not coming from a well-to-do family. And for me, the information I got, she's coming from a well-to-do family. She's okay. So I mistakenly said in the voice note, you see, rich men, they marry themselves. So when I finished, I said, no, wrong. We rich men, we marry ourselves. So. <laughs> Hey. Someone said we the rich people. We marry ourselves. Ah, how can I, how can I call myself this one? You know, sometimes your poverty—it's not your pocket, too. It's your mind. It's subconsciously when you start talking about rich people. You know, when you see a very nice car pass, hey, these people, Kai. I refuse to be broke. Say, I refuse to be broke. Are you listening? This pastor, just preach salvation and go. Just preach salvation and go. Wait. Okay, Sunday, I'm going to preach salvation. At Pent. I'm going to preach salvation at Pent. Hold on. Since you said I should preach salvation, give me money to go and preach the salvation. You don't realize that to even mount a stage over the cost money. Lights. Sound. If we go and take uh, a college sound, you know a college sound, China. Chun, chun, chun. You are singing. You are singing a singing song. A cool and is coming out differently. <laughs> if we go and take that, you say Christians, Christians, they don't do excellent things. Christians, you see, see the stage they are going to put over there. Meanwhile, the stage when we go over there, we don't use the name of Jesus to collect it. <laughs> Lift your right hand. Begin to pray in the spirit. Listen, hold on. By talking about this, I want to say something. Learn this. This is one of the proof that you are growing. One of the proof that you are maturing is that someone has offended you. And you go to apologize. Some of you need to let go of people. Strife. Whether in church or in class. People have done things that you, you, you think no, no human being should do this to another human being. But you need to let the people go. When you start growing in God, you will learn that sometimes when somebody cheats you, You have to allow the person to. 
allow the person to. Because when you now try, I'm going to go to stand. Oh God. I'm going to show. I'm going to show people that I'm this. I'm going to show people I'm that. You have short-circuited the power of God. That this is the only limit that God has in your life. So we're going to pray. Alright? We're going to pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Some of you need to let go of people who have hurt you. Go ahead and pray. Sarada, but I do. 